Appamata and its programs are supported by your generosity and your generosity and support makes such a difference. You can find a link for contributions on the website at appamata.org. Thank you. So good morning, everyone. It's nice to see you this morning. It's a uh, kind of crisp, crisp morning this morning. <clears throat> I uh, would like to welcome all of you online and those who may be listening uh, at some other point in time in Madison, Milwaukee, England, Switzerland, Chicago, Alpine, and Hawaii. So welcome to those folks as well. Um, <clears throat> so I'd like to turn, turn uh, your attention to another topic that has to do with our Sangha, and particularly for this period from now till April 24th. So I'm talking specifically about the practice period. So I think of the practice period as um, a time of gathering together for practice and a time for study, for more intense uh, study and deepening of study. So the Japanese uh, term for the practice period is ango or kesai. And it refers to the three month period of intense training for students of Zen Buddhism lasting anywhere from 90 to 100 days. So this tradition comes, uh, the tradition of intense practice period dates back to the summer uh, rainy season retreats of Shakyamuni's time when the Buddha and his disciples would gather in one place to meditate and study together. Now, I think it would be uh, interesting to just imagine what that was like. So um, the monks, these monks, many of them were mendicant monks and they were traveling around from place to place. And um, so coming back, one, they're getting out of the rain, and two, they're coming to listen to the Buddha and his talks. Three, they're coming and they're meeting with people that they may not have seen since, you know, a year before or longer. And so there, it's this, um, it's kind of this special time, you know, they're all traveling by foot and they're all, I mean, just imagine what that's like to come together with your fellow monks, you all do the same thing. It's kind of like a convention, but not exactly. Everyone coming together and swapping stories of what, what life has been like in the last year and what they learned or what they taught or what they, what they discovered. Um, I, I would just imagine it would be really, really exciting. Um, and then they have, they get to experience the Buddhist teaching, not just read them, but actually experience them. And 
um, with all these folks that had been traveling out in the world, and that it would create this very stimulating uh, environment. So, um, so yeah, so it's a time of gathering, sharing with your peers and other devotees, and deep meditation, listening to and learning from the Buddha, the enlightened one. So we fast forward to now and this place, this time, this place. And we're not, generally we're not mendicant monks. We're not monks at all, as a matter of fact. <laughs> we're householders and we're taking care of family responsibilities and holding down jobs or raising children or any manner of thing. You're not dedicated to this 24 seven in the way the mendicant monks were. Yet, some 65 of us gathered together for four days to start this practice period with the intensive, you know, to meditate for longer periods, listen to the teachings of our senior teachers. And, and that's, that's really special, I think, for us now because we don't get to see them every day, you know? And we don't get to see them teach together but once or twice a year now. So it's, it's a special thing, these beginning of the practice period <clears throat> that we just went through. So we get to listen to our senior teachers and, and we also get to share together between the members of the Sangha, you know, to talk about what we've been going through with our teachers and we do it in inquiry so everybody else gets to hear about it too. And we can, we're sharing that. So we have some similarities between back then and now. So in fact, we have to say that it was indeed a special occasion for us. It is a special occasion, the starting of this practice period. So, um, and although this practice period was not in person, like we all would probably like that to be. But because of the pandemic, it's not so. So nonetheless, I, I firmly believe, it's my experience, that we have created a strong sense of connection through this intensive, despite the fact we're not in person. Granted, it's not the same as being in person, but it's its own thing. It's its own form of, of connection. So we were able to share our practice and receive answers directly from our senior teachers regarding the questions that we're holding in our hearts. Um, and now we have the opportunity to move forward from that and to further deepen our practice through study or more intensified meditation or more connection through teams with head students or buddies. And there's all these other things that we can do to continue this process of deepening our practice and sharing and being connected. It's an important uh, opportunity for all of us to deepen in a time in history when uncertainty and disharmony are particularly in evidence. I think it's really important, you know, this connection, this connection and deep meditation. So let's look at the practice period at Akhavada. Most of you are probably used to it, but it, it never hurts to go over it. And I'm sure there may be a few people here that are not familiar with it. 
So at Appamata, we generally hold two practice periods a year. And they're designed to support participants in this intensification and strengthening of their practice while living in a householder world with family and work responsibilities. And so um, we all have the option to decide our own level of involvement in um, involvement in this practice, how, how we might increase it a little bit, try something new for a little while and just see how it fits. Um, and of course it involves guidance from a teacher, right? Just to be sure you get the right, the right thing for you. And it also involves you know, encouragement, as I said before, from the shoe shows or the head students and or a buddy. So we had um, the practice period began with the four day intensive on silent illumination and the shoe show entering ceremony during which Jessica um, Steinbomber and Nate Smalley um, officially became our shoe shows or head students for this period. And the practice will close on April 24th. And again, there'll be another intensive and then there'll be the exiting ceremony head student exiting, exiting ceremony during which the shoe shows or head students will answer questions from, from the participants. And that'll be the weekend of the April 26th and 24th. So the head students are <clears throat> considered spiritual friends to the Sangha. As such, each of them are offering a series of classes. Nate's going to be doing the intro to Zen and, and Jessica's going to be doing the Zen and the body. They'll also give Dharma talks <clears throat> and they'll meet for tea with Sangha members. And traditionally, they also have a practice of humility. Like for me, example, I was sweeping all these cushions. Like, well, this place was full of cushions <laughs> back then. And sweeping those every morning before I uh, left the Zendo. Sometimes it's cleaning bathrooms and a lot of uh, and other Zendos. So, and I don't know what it is this year because things have changed and kind of cleaning bathrooms might not be the best thing during COVID, I don't know. But anyway, I've been trying to figure that one out. Um, but there's usually that, that part to it too, of humility. So, um, so the, the T's, the T's uh, with head students. Now, while they're not considered practice discussion as such, um, they're, they're a meeting where one, a person can get to know these new leaders, these head, these head, head students better, and to ask them about, they've been around a while, they know about what Appamata is about and they're familiar with practice, so you can ask them questions about the practice. And so I, I really encourage everyone to, to uh, look for these events on the calendar and to take full advantage of them um, and to spend time with these wonderful new head students. And, and why? It, it's a benefit on both sides. On one side, you get to, you know, get to know this person, this head student, which is nice, and, and they have information that you, know, you might, might just learn something from them. <laughs> sure that, that that's true and they will be 
you'll be, um, they will be meeting with you, which is a new experience for them. So you're, you're participating in that aspect of it. You're helping them by, you know, meeting with them and you, and they're helping you by them meeting with you. So it's, you know, gift, who's the receiver, who's the gift giver, that kind of thing. So it's a great opportunity all the way around for Sangha members to, uh, for all Sangha members to participate in. So in the practice party, part of our period, we have, so we have the head students we can meet with. And also we started a practice, been quite a while actually, um, with buddies. And how that works is that um, it's, a, it's additional support for practitioners. So during this intense practice period. So council members have volunteered their time to meet and talk with you about your practice. So I'll be sending out a list with the people who are, are able to do that. And um, because they have several years of practice behind them, they can be a good resource for questions you might have. And also to offer support and encouragement. Um, because, I mean, um, we've all probably experiencing the same thing, maybe on different levels, you know, I may have experienced something similar to you. I've been here a while, so I may have experienced it, you know, two or three, four times, and I'm just on a different layer of it, you know? So we're all, we're all working this path. We're all um, basically together on this. And it's one, it's one thing, it's one journey, you know, that we're all going through. So to share that and and receive and uh, offer encouragement both both directions is a, is a great way um, for us to keep connected as we're going on. So I'll send up a sign up form for the practice period and on that form uh, there are some ideas of how you might want to deepen the practice. So there'll be, you know, well, if you're just um, sitting one day a week then you can opt to sit more days a week. You can check that off. Or um, there's any number of things. Or you might want to focus on study. Or you know, there's many options on there. And then if you meet with the teacher, there's some other options. I know one year uh, I was studying somebody who was very interested in the um, the work by Tanahashi doing. I guess it's calligraphy, or but anyway, it's painting. Japanese painting. And so she did that as her practice period, which was really interesting. Um, so, uh, so yeah, so then you get the form and you fill it out and you return it back to us and then it'll be, then we'll set up the buddies. And most people are just um, signing up for just one or two people. To, to do that. So you may not get your first choice, but there's a number, I think there's 11 people that are offering that. So there's quite a few people. So I think we'll have enough for everybody. If not, we'll, um, we'll, we'll figure that out. So I'd like to um, talk a little bit about my experience with the practice period and buddies over the years. And I've had the role of buddy, and I've also um, 
ask for a buddy. I usually ask for a buddy every time, just because I like the connection. Um, and what I found found is there's not much difference, you know, in a, in a way. For new people, it, it is different because they don't know anything about Alphamata and they may not know what our practice is like. And so buddy will, can fill them in on that. But in terms of, um, you know, people who have been here, been here for a while, it's just somebody to, you know, to be able to talk with and to, uh, I don't know, for me, I can get caught up in internal loops, you know, thinking about an issue, a problem. And a practice buddy is somebody who can, who I know, I can pretty much count on with Appamata that people hold other people's hearts very tenderly. And so they may say, oh, well, you know, there's this, you might have a blind spot here. <laughs> so they can, they can, you know, help you with that. Um, offer some feedback if you want it. Or just listen. Just sometimes I'm kind of a verbal um, what do you call it? processor. And so I have to a lot of times I have to talk out loud to kind of figure out figure out things. And so it's really great just to have someone listen. And then that way I can kind of figure things out on my own. So that's a possibility too. So um, and as I said before, this may be the first time somebody may be experiencing something stressful on the path and don't really know how to work with it. And the teacher is always good for that. But in the interim, the buddy can, can recommend who you might want to talk to, or they can give their feedback if they've had something similar. So in the bottom line to all this is we're all Buddhas and we're all human. We're all humans. It's both. So working with other people, having somebody to bounce things off is always kind of a nice thing. So what I tend to remember about my prior experiences about being a buddy is how nice it is to, to get to know someone. This is, as you know, is a, is a very quiet <laughs> occupation or, you know, you're in meditation all the time, so you don't get to talk to people and find out the particularities of them. You know, you might get used to their habits, you know, how they sit or how they come in or, you know, the sounds that are affiliated with them or that kind of thing. But you may not know, you know, where they are in life, you know, what, what they do. Um, and that's usually the first thing you learn about somebody in another environment, but here probably not. <laughs> so it's an opportunity to kind of know people on a different, different level. Um, and so, that's kind of what I've enjoyed is, is kind of getting to know people in that, that way of being a buddy. Um, and what I also remember is individual people and the relationship that was, you know, um, if not already started, you know, increased after having you know, been a bunny with them. And it was that relating and that connection that were really important for me. I think the first, I'm pretty sure, my first buddy was, some people know this person, a lot of people don't, but it was Leela, Leela Parrish, who was here, and uh, I got to be a buddy with her. I can't remember she was, who was who was what, but we used to buddy together, and it was, um, it was just a lovely experience to, to be, 
So yeah, so then as I say, the, the whole thing of, about the buddy system is useful for bouncing off ideas or to have somebody listen or if you're stuck on something, all that sort of stuff, and the safety of it being a Sangha member and perhaps knowing, their knowing or your knowing the same struggle of your own practice. All those are the, the reasons. And, and so one can see a lot of times a person who is practice, who can tell by the way the questions they may ask or how they're handling things that they have been involved in practice for a while. It's, it feels really calming to be around people like that and to, to learn from them. So just to, to sum it up is the benefits to, to this time of the practice period is intensification and strengthening, deepening of our practice. We don't have to do it alone. We have lots of other people we can depend on. Our teachers, our head students, we can meet with them and we can work with buddies. Um, so there's, there's plenty of ways to plug in. Um, and the buddies, you make up your own schedule when you want to meet and how you want to meet. Do you want to do a walk and talk? Well, one person walks, the other listens, and then you swap that over, and there's time in between to just be silent. That's a really good methodology, I think, for practice period. Um, but anyway, so you, you have you know, this connection that forms around this relationship that you have. And you also have the validation um, one feels when talking to and listening to someone who has experienced the same things. Oh, okay, I'm not so weird. Most people go through this, whatever it is. So, um, so anyway, I want to open this up uh, to see if there's any questions that anybody has um, about the practice period. I think we pretty much covered most of it, but some people might have some questions, particular questions. So please feel free to raise your hand if you'd like to have anything answered around that uh, elizabeth uh, elizabeth what would you what would you like to know yeah. you, you don't oh, need to go. elizabeth ah thank you thanks maria hi laurie um Real quick, can you talk more about humility? Um, yeah, just uh, with that, the history of it, what it's about, and other ideas. Uh, yeah, I'll try to um, say something about that. <clears throat> so um, I think that it, it, it comes in different levels, but um, particularly, um, well, humility at any level, but sometimes, particularly, I, I think of it, they use it particularly with head students, because now you're kind of, you're moving into a position that, you know, people are looking up to you. And so to kind of counteract that, you know, a sense of humility is very important because it's, it's true that we're, um, as I said before, we're all Buddhas and we're all human. 
And it's important to remember that. And so the act of humility is a way to kind of balance that out. Does that make sense? And what the history of it uh, specifically, I don't know. As long as, um, as long as I've been around here, and granted that hasn't been my whole life, it's always been a part of the tradition. Yeah. I mean, that's a part of Buddhism, is humility. And, and so the idea for the practice period is to pick something. Um, oh, I, no. Yeah, okay. No, explanation. That act of humility goes with the head students in particular. So that's not a requirement for, for everyone else. Um, it's not a bad practice, <laughs> but, you know, it's not a specific requirement. Just for the head students, include in part of their duties. Yeah, and I, I, I'll add to that though. Um, you know, when we do an intensive, um, this humility is part of it as well because there are different roles assigned. And so regardless of the role that you have generally, whether it's um, participant um, or whether you're a head student or whether you're a you know, teacher or anything in between, everybody does all the roles. So as a teacher, I might be cleaning the toilets, a head student might be cleaning the toilets or anybody, you know, somebody's got to do it. And so those jobs are basically, maybe the teachers wouldn't be because they've already done their share of cleaning toilets, but <laughs> I don't know about that, I've never seen that. But at any rate, they're, they're, they're trying to, um, that we are available for any job. There's nothing special about anybody in that sense. It's kind of evening the plane. Does that answer your question? Thank you. Yeah, we have Chris who'd like to ask a question. Hi, Chris. Hi, Lori. How are you? Um, I'm good. I um I think I missed some key words. Did I understand you to say that we um that something will be sent to us to connect with practice buddies and other aspects of the practice period? Yeah, well, just for, well, just for signing up for the practice period, we always do that. We send out a, um, a little letter for you to officially sign up for the practice period. So we know who's doing the practice period and who isn't. And then on that sheet, there's the different options that you could kind of click off. It's a way to keep have it so the teachers know, oh, okay, reminder, this is what this person is doing, this is what that person is doing. And um, so you have a record of it. And then also, it's a way for you to, to say, okay, I would like to meet with so-and-so, and hopefully you'll get okay. it. Okay. Yeah. All right. So it's, just, it's kind of the paperwork, right? <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> so I'll be sending it now. I'll try to get it out this afternoon. Okay. Also, um, I, do you have suggestions about practicing humility when we're not there in the zendo? We're not we're not able to do the usual things we do at the zendo. Yeah, boy, I really started something, didn't I? Um, yeah, well, humility I think is something that is a good thing to practice 
you know, and basically everything that we do in the Zendo, we kind of want to take outside. You know, as they're all these are practices for they're non-harming and wholesome, you know? So pride is not exactly high on the list of um, right. you know, good things to me. But uh, so yeah, so that's something to keep in mind, humility. Um, you know, this is, this is a really good topic. Yeah, I should do a Dharma talk on it sometime. Well, I, there's no shortage of things around my, my own home that I can do. There is uh, work to be done in my yard, uh, cleaning, and uh, you know I can certainly clean my own bathroom. <laughs> that, that'd be a good start. <laughs> I'm just teasing you. Um, yeah, right. and, I, and I think it's more—it's not what you do necessarily. It's that it be done. It's how you do it. I think the how. Yes, of course. Yeah, the how is much yes, more of course. important. Just, than the what. A, just as we do it there at Alpha Mata. That's right. That's right. Yes. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, it's the attitude one brings into dealings, particularly with other people, I think. How we do that. Can I just ask Laurie? Yes. Um, do you do you suggest that we well, it's two questions really do you suggest that we see one buddy and stick with them or, or see different buddies and how often would you suggest or say to meet with a buddy okay so first i would stick with one and unless there's some you know unless there's some some issue that comes up then you probably want to talk to the teacher about that and then swap over to somebody else but yeah let's stick with one and um the timing of it is really a, a discussion you need to have with the but between the two of you what works for both of you so that's there's no no set rule on that you know it may be once a week it may be you know once every two weeks it may be two times a week, you know whatever suits the both of you and then you have time for yeah thank you all right thank you Rosemary. Hi, Rosemary. Hi, uh, Lori. Thank you. Um, um, my question is, um, the form that you're sending is not the signing up, correct? Like you have to go to, I think, is that, am I right? You have to go to the website to sign up for the um, buddies and also for the head student tees. Is that correct? Okay, no, those are separate things. So yes, but but you have to go to the website for either of those things. You okay, so for this form is something I'm sending out. Correct. In an email, and so you fill it out, and then um, and then you send it um, back to back to me. So it's between me. Right, but it's not that is not signing up for it. That is signing up for the practice period, but it's not, if you're saying who you would like to be a buddy with, and then um, uh, and then you'll have to communicate with them afterwards. Through through the website, I believe. Yeah, through the website or through email. That, 
Yeah, probably. Yeah, you can go through the website. That's right, because all of those people are listed. That's right. That, that's and, what I wanted to know. Yeah, and the T's are a whole different thing. That's the head students, and they have put on the calendar the dates that they are available for tea. So you can just look those up. Um, and actually, they may be, now that I think of it, you go on the website. Um, they are listed, but they're on the website, and then you sign up for the dates that they are available. That's how that works. Thank, thank you. That's okay. Thank you. Well, I wanted to say um, this has been my favorite part of Appamata is this buddy thing. And uh, for example, Lori and I did it for a long time. <laughs> Ellen and I did it for a long time. And I've really, really, uh, you know, this takes it out of being just a private, solitary practice. And um, I've learned so much from that connection. And then also it, even though that period might be over, you still have someone at a much higher level to connect to. And then in terms of the humility, I was thinking of the times I've seen various people pick up a cockroach and take it outside. And, you know, humility can even go down to that level where, where there's no um superiority between us and the cockroach um right off the porch we've let it go and um you know i think it's it's i like the idea of, of thinking of it just as being an equal in this world actually yeah. you know it was around way before we were <laughs> it's kind of an elder That's all. Indeed, they survive and they have survived everything, you know, all the plagues. And <laughs> My wife did a, a children's book years ago on Chris the Cockroach that I don't think was ever published, but she did the illustrations for it. And so they've been important in our life. <laughs> That's great. Thank you, Kim. Hey, Kate. Hi, good morning. Um, as a relatively new person, how do I make sure my email, I get on the email list? That might be a unique problem or question to me, but yeah. Yeah, um, you need to get on the email list, I guess. Uh, Kim, how do they get on the email list without being here? You could just you could send something to me and I can make sure. No, I'll I'll check, but put just put your email in chat to me. I just wrote a note okay. and reply to that and I'll check. Okay, thank you so much. Yeah. Kim, just for other people, generally um, I know when people are come, they can sign up, but how are we doing that now? What's the there's a place on the website in the bottom right corner where it says sign up uh sign up for email okay there you go thank you okay well i guess that's it for now uh thank you for your attention today and i hope 
Um, I hope you're as excited about this practice period as I am. Um, it's a great time for learning new things and doing new things and uh, having new connections or more deeper connections with our practice and with other people. So um, it's an exciting time. Not quite as exciting as if the Buddha was here, but I guess the Buddha is here, right? We're all Buddhas. So, okay. Thank you. We need to do service now. <laughs>